This is Noel Tate from Trapped in a World, the Howard the Duck podcast, and you're listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. Yes, welcome back, and loony listeners. You are listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. This is episode 299, and you are with your two high priests of country, Rebecca and Ray. Rebecca, how are you going? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. We're it's a good day. There. Yeah, heat waves cool. over. The weather's getting better. Yeah. 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 Started it, 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 for my holiday. It's looking good. Um, we don't have a video for this one, but I am trying to look at your shirt, Rebecca. Any? It says "Life the Universe" or... and everything. No, it's just okay. a just a hitchhiker's one. Oh, no, that's a good one. That's an awesome one. Uh, welcome, listeners. We are back for our two hundred and ninety ninth. We're so close. It's kind of like three point six seven 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 reoccurring. We're pie, and uh, joining Rebecca and myself for this very special over the moon is Lena from the ITK community. Lena, welcome. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hey, how you going? Uh, oh, pretty good. Good, good, good. Uh, also as well, there's a bit of a double there, Lena. Uh, I don't know, the English do that, don't they do, Rebecca? When you go, how you going? It's really just a rhetorical. Yeah. <laughs> just like, um, but no, thank you, Lena. Um, my partner Eve answers me every time I say, how you going all the time? <laughs> oh, let me have a think. Yeah. Okay. Not too good today, but all right. <laughs> it's like, I just wanted to say hi. Um, but no, welcome Lena. Thank you so much for joining. Uh, we have an over the moon segment loonies. Uh, so we are looking at Lena's favorite moon Knight comic. So we've done a little bit of an overhaul. For the segment over the moon for some listeners you'd note uh, was a an arc review but i thought that was very kind of finite rebecca like you know, yeah yeah so this is infinite really because uh with getting um, yeah yeah you know fellow loonies over to talk about their favorite comic and i just want to stipulate as well it can be the same comic as well i don't mind it, it's it's fine because it's all about that person's experience with that comic yeah that's um, cool yeah so we're, we're looking at uh fellow moon Knight fans's favorite comics and just seeing what makes it so special for them and uh and lena has chosen moon Knight volume one issue 27 um so yeah that will be that'll be fun to uh dive yeah, it's into. nice to go back to volume one like it's, you know it's it's, it's, yeah. it's it's really been it was nice to just go back and go oh yeah it's been a while. Vibe, yeah, it's been a while. And, and like a quirky one as well. It's not like a Mensch-Sinkevich one. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so that was that's really cool. Before we get into that, of course, a big thank you to our sponsors, all the Patronis. Thank you so much for your for your support, as well as Top Tiers, Odin, Odin, Sword, Drew Terms, Daniel Doing, and Frank, the Think Tank, alongside CLZ Comics and Dreamland Comics for all your sponsoring goodness. Uh, Before... Before that as well, and, and Lena, I did want to talk to you about actually your involvement with Midnight 14 uh, with the Jen McKay run. Before that, uh, just a little bit of a night watch. Moon Knight appeared in some comics this week, 
Mm. Guys, so yeah. I just wanted to ask if either of you, any, both of you, have you read them? Miss um, Marvel and Moon Knight number one and Strange number five. Uh, Lena? Yeah, I've gotten the uh, Miss Marvel and Moon Knight, and I've read that one. It's pretty good. Any good? Yeah, yeah, cool. Uh, non spoilers, but did it? Uh, I don't know. Uh, has it? Has it got you more interested in Miss Marvel as well? Does it do Mooney justice? Um. I maybe a little bit more interested in Mark, Ms. Marvel, maybe. I don't know. But um, <laughs> uh, actually, mainly the TV show is what's got me more interested yep. in Ms. Marvel, actually. I really like that TV show. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Rebecca, have you you've read it? Yes, I, I read yeah. them both. Um, they actually both arrived really quickly from the comic shop for me this time. Nice. Uh, so it was quite nice to, to sort of get them both uh, for such a big week. Mm -hmm. um, I, yeah, I like the Miss Marvel one. So for everyone, it's also got Hunter's Moon in. That was very nice. Ooh, so yes. we get uh, two Muslim superheroes together. So that was cool. Nice. Um, yeah, I thought it did. I thought it did a good job of having the different voices, uh, and also, okay. you know, it's always nice when they sort of tie into the current run, not just sort of random Moon Knight at some point. Mm -hmm. um, and. You know, because there's a little jokes about Reese being a vampire and oh, cool. And, you know, like yeah, it's very so contemporary. It's, yeah, yeah, it's uh, bang up to date with where we're at. And the strange one, I mean, obviously it's good because it's Jed. Like, hey. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it was it, good in a different way. Yeah, we'll talk about it more like in depth. I mean, yes, it was it was more Moon Knight. Um, sort of giving advice on being resurrected, and as we know, there's not that oh. much advice you can give. Because yeah. you know like he's not participating participating in his own resurrection, mm, and right. he's not. I mean, like it's almost like if they'd got if she's gone to Hunter's Moon, they might get to know more about it. So it was interesting and and good and um, yeah. Yeah, I was about to say exactly that. It would have been more Hunter's Moons, um, but then you know, I guess ballpark. you know, Clear wouldn't know that. So yeah, yeah. Look, I haven't read either yet. I, I am going to my LCS tomorrow the time nice. of recording so i'll be picking it up then uh but yeah no it's good and as rebecca said yeah we'll, we'll uh cover we'll bundle up all these cameos and because some of them are more um there's more depth to them than some others so uh, rebecca and i thought it would be good just to to kind of talk about all of them like in one big hit so we'll do that soon uh, but before that of course of course lena you are here on the show first time on the show, so glad that you're here. Uh, anywhere, actually. Yeah, oh, yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, first question I, I did want to ask, uh, I mentioned before, uh, so some loonies would know that you consulted with Jed McKay on issue 14 of Moon Knight, which is the current Moon Knight issue. Uh, how, how did that go? And like, how did that, yeah, how, how did you feel, um, you know, being able to, to chat with Jed about it? Well, first, I was just really honored to, to uh, be able to do this. Um, and uh, I wanted to thank you again uh, for um, helping me to get that opportunity because I probably wouldn't have been able to have that opportunity without uh, you doing that interview with Jed McKay. Um, so, um, yeah, I just am over the moon uh, about uh, <laughs> about. Uh, this opportunity that I've had, and it's just like surreal that I'm that I'm actually helping to make comic books a little bit more authentic as far as DID. Mm -hmm. and, you uh, mentioned 
you mentioned also as well that you were um, pleasantly surprised, I guess, with the the first draft or something of Jed's and, and yeah. how he was quite considerate. Yeah, yeah. Um, I could tell that he's he pretty much learned pretty well from what I told him and everything about it because there wasn't really anything that I felt like I needed to correct. Really, mm. that's um, great. So I just gave him f- feedback on how good it was, basically, <laughs> and oh, how nice. certain parts of the the dialogue really resonated with us, you know. And Doug also gives some feedback too. Cool. Good. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, that's great. It's just, uh, it was such a good issue, and it yeah. uh, and I'm certain some of that is because, you know, not only did he think about it, obviously do some research, but that you know he's the kind of guy who is going and asking people. Uh, with sort of the lived experiences necessary to sort of double check that what he's doing is um, is not going to contribute any harmful sort of stereotypes and stuff, I guess. You know, yeah. nobody, I mean, I'm glad that we're at a period in, in history where for, for all everyone talks about woke snowflakes and cancellation and stuff, but it's just like, I just, you know, it's just nice to get authentic stuff. Yeah. Mm. You know. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, um, yeah, it, it's um, it was just testament to see like all the loonies in our group and community. I mean, it was largely just really like positive and pretty much like wow. I mean, I think Re- Rebecca and I, I think you and I reflected the reactions when we did that review of issue fourteen. Yeah. That people were, um, I guess, waiting for this issue to kind of arrive because it had been skirted around uh, in Jed's run up to that stage, uh, and just to know that. You know, Lena yourself uh, was involved. Was kind of I don't know for me at least was extra special to to kind of yeah, read it and go, yeah. yeah. And it was really nice seeing all the good like feedback as well, and uh, mm. people just really warming to it. And also, you know, just this being the issue where people started saying, "No, this is an all timer run." You know, because mm. I think we mm-hmm. all knew that that we're all this fond of this run. But uh, starting off without any of his um, team or any of the alters coming into it, you know, as far as we can see uh, in in the comic, is you always feel there's a little bit missing of that tie to the, to what we're used to, and mm-hmm. and it was just nice just how people literally almost flicked the switch that week and said, no, this is going to be one of the best Moon Knight runs. Yeah, 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 and it doesn't stop there as well. Issue fifteen looks like it. Well, obviously, it carries on. Um, Rebecca and I, you know, Rebecca, made mention of the, um, I guess, the the next um, splash page at the end of that issue. So yeah, lots to look forward to there, um, and and hopefully, Lena. Uh, I mean, if you had enjoyed the experience, hopefully, um, not only yeah. just to Moon Knight, but maybe for other comics as well, uh, you might get an opportunity. Uh, may you get an opportunity. To, yeah, to really yeah, hopefully, um, hopefully yeah, yeah, consult and educate. Maybe, uh, maybe if I'm lucky, Jed will put in a good word for whoever the next writer of Moon Knight is going to be after him. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or even the Hulk after Donnie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, please, someone take the Hulk <laughs> off Donnie. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one more thing I wanted to say too about number fourteen is um, when you were mm-hmm. when you guys were reviewing that you you had mentioned I think it was Ray that mentioned that um, you were wondering if if uh, him showing the alters in their internal world was was the result of my consultation. And I think possibly it was because that was one of the things that that I talked to him about was the fact that, um, that I get frustrated with um, when people show 
DID people seeing the altars in the external world as hallucinations. That's mm. not very accurate. I mean, it can happen sometimes, but it doesn't really happen very often. It's way more common to see them in the internal world. And so I think maybe he uh, listened to me on that, you know. Yeah. That was yeah. also one of my favorite um, of your introducing DID uh, yeah. things. Yes. Because I'd never thought about it. I'd never thought about that kind of how how the altars appear to one another and, and talk and, and, and live and sort of hang out. And, and it was just, it, it kind of makes so much sense, but um, I'd never thought about it. So I think that was one where I was really, it was really great to read your essay and then, uh, and then to see kind of it shown out in the comic was just really nice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and there's also that other kind of, tra I kept on, uh, you know, on that kind of theme, there's also that trope of, uh, I, I remember the, the Moon Knight fan film by Caden Butera, and it's a great fan film uh, on, on Moon Knight, but there's that representation of the identities and alters um, in the mindscape, but they're just in the one dark, like almost boardroom. You know, and I, I also found that kind of a trope for, for identities. So I found it very distinct, like in issue 14, that they were in their own environment. And yeah, it kind of stuck out for me. And, and yeah, I guess that's yeah. why I wanted to ask. But yeah. Yeah. Um, righty. Well, I mean, shall we get into uh, Over yeah. the Moon? Uh, so, Lena, you've chosen, as mentioned, Moon Knight, Volume 1, Issue 27, Cop Killer. Uh, there's also a little backup um kind of like a um what is it i was it's, not expecting that it's an that article yeah funny, yeah. yeah uh four beautiful copters count them four uh what we'll do loonies as well this is not your, your stock standard we're not going to review the issue uh, we're more interested in uh what makes this a special issue for lena uh so um just quickly running through the credits um and you know we'll just talk a, potentially about plot points or whatever as we go along uh, Stephen Grant is the writer with penciler Joe Brzezowski, uh, Inca Kevin Zubin, colorist Christy Skeel, letterer Joe Rosen, and editor Dennis O'Neill. Now, um, and again, I guess available in floppy format, it's it's on digital, Marvel Unlimited. Uh, you can also catch it on the Epic Collections or the Omnibus as well, uh, as well as the Essential Collection too in black and white. Uh, but Lena, to kick off, what you know, um, why did you choose this this issue? What made this one one of your favorites? Well, basically, this is one of my three favorites. Um, the other two being uh, number fourteen of the McKay run, obviously, mm -hmm. and uh, number fourteen of the L Lemire run, which yeah. uh, um, I felt like choosing number fourteen of the McKay run was kind of felt like almost a little bit of a cheat or, or like blowing my own horn, you know, <laughs> since I was personally involved in that one, you know, totally valid. Though. But, um, yeah. but also you guys just covered that one just like two episodes ago. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> and then number 14 of the Lumiere run that's been covered by you guys a couple times, I think. And, and, um, so I chose this one because it's one that doesn't really get a whole lot of attention, mm -hmm. but I think it deserves to get more attention. Um, because it's really, really fascinating from a DID standpoint. Yeah, I, I think it's... more interesting. For, I, I don't. I think I found it more interesting from that point than I mm. did from the cop storyline. I got a little bit. Yeah, me too. Actually, storyline. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, which I think is expected because there's a few twists and turns. But I like that 
seeing him do detective work as Stephen, as yeah. Jake, that yeah. was kind of nice, you know. Yeah, yeah, and and it, it had a fresh kind of. Uh, as I mentioned, I think a fresh take before because it, it's written by Stephen Grant and Joe, uh, drawn by Joe Bozowski. So not your, not your super team of Mensch and Sienkiewicz, and as as great, uh, legendary as they are as well, this actually offers a different flavour. I thought, mm-hmm. um, so it was interesting in that regards. But, uh, Lane, are you talking about the the DRD uh, aspects to this? Uh, so let, let's kind of get into it. Like what, um, what made this um, the portrayal? Uh, significant for you? Well, just um, the narration really um, that uh, is from the point of view of Stephen Grant, the altar, mm-hmm. which uh, um, really dug into the relationships between the altars and, and how they feel about each other. And it just, it was just really fascinating how well it portrayed the um, relationships within a DID system that, uh, it really felt real to me, you know. It was really kind of an anomaly because I'm not used to uh, comic books from that time period being that accurate to DID, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And especially with, in the Mench-Sinkevich run where, where, you know, Mench has said several times that he never intended for for Mark Spector to actually have DID. It was supposed to be just um, like aliases that he was using. Mm-hmm. But yet he uh, he constantly had, had Marlene, you know, teasing him about being... Oh, yes. quote unquote yes. schizophrenic you know yeah. although you know that it always kind of bugs me when the i see that but that was very common yeah. back in those days that uh yeah yeah i mean not that schizophrenic is a bad word necessarily i mean it's, it's it is an actual diagnosis but it's not the same thing as did mm. that's what i get yeah. frustrated with is, i think i've said that before is that like um that my first real awareness that it was of how different they are is when I had a friend who had schizophrenia. <laughs> so yeah. I got it from like the other direction is like I had someone with schizophrenia explaining to me why it's not the uh, what DID is. And and so I, I became aware from that way, but um, I didn't really dig into what DID actually was until sort of a lot more recently. So, yeah. I mean, and, yeah, and and I know people on people that have schizophrenia also have, get just as frustrated as I do about, yeah. you know, in the <laughs> opposite direction that, you know, yeah. People think they're the same thing and they're not. I think yeah. it's just like you say, it's like, you know, decades of films, TV, books, whatever, misrepresenting yeah. both. Uh, and making both seem scary and a little bit potential violence. Yeah. And we know that's yeah. not the case, you know. The, yeah. the thing that kind of, uh, they, it ends up being portrayed as. Yeah. You know, it's an easy way. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's really cool. I mean, because as you say, uh, Stephen... Grant does a narration, uh, but it opens up with Jake Lockley in the panels. So uh, you very much get this voiceover, uh, but with one of the other identities as well. And Stephen's yeah, basically calling out that he, Lockley, that they're Moon Knight. Uh, and it's not until we see the, um, like the death of one of his kind of cop contacts yeah. that, um, that he comes out and... Uh, he goes back to the mansion and Samuels, I found that interesting. Samuels kind of goes in, oh, good evening, Master Lockley. And he just reproaches him straight away. Grant, you know, once I walk yeah. through the door, I'm, I'm, you know, Grant, you should. You know. Yeah, it's like he should know by the lack of fake moustache. Yeah. You know, <laughs> exactly. really, come on. Yeah. Come and the on. <laughs> exactly, as well. Um, but, I mean, a lot of this is, 
part of the you know, of its time as well. Like, like Marlene's kind of relegated to um, just fleeting appearances. Fleeting around in the 90s. Yeah. In 90s as well, as I've had to say <laughs> as well. But, I mean, um, yeah, uh, story-wise as well. I mean, I know, uh, Lena, that uh, this issue is, is a favourite of yours because of the portrayal of DRD. But just touching a little bit on... Uh, the story, uh, I found it really quite enjoyable. We get the cameo of the Kingpin as well. And yeah. I've always wondered how Moon Knight goes up against the Kingpin. And we, we see quite quickly that he's um, overpowered or un he underestimates him. Um, but yeah, uh, what did you think of the, the portrayal of, of Moon Knight in this, uh, Lena? Um, I guess for this part... It, it... He's separate from Mark, isn't he? I mean, Stephen calls him out yeah. as separate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. On the very first page, he says, "Me and Jake are, are Moon Knights," which makes it think makes it seem like uh, they're the Moon Knights just a costume and identity. But then throughout the rest of the issue, it, it makes it seem more like he's one of the alters. Mm. So um, maybe I guess the inconsistency is again just the writers not really knowing how to handle. Yeah. Moon Knight, as you said earlier, there used to be, might have just been an alias or a stage um, name or presence um, yeah. before it actually became a thing. But again, you know, Marlene calling out schizophrenia. And there's, yeah, it's all it's all over the shop a little here with that. Um, One thing yeah. I thought was really interesting was that um, throughout the issue, it seemed like um, Moon Knight and Mark Spector were very close and very had. Like Moon Knight tended to listen to Mark Spector's voice more than he listened to Stephen Grant's voice, mm. and then towards the end of the the issue, um, there's kind of a turning point where um, uh, the cop killer, you know, after he catches the cop killer, and he says, "Yes, um, you know, I do, and no one else can." And, and Moon Knight says, "Anyone else can. It's and it's no good." You're a killer, as bad in your way as the men you've killed, and I have to be better than that. Yeah, yeah. Well, he and he has that. That's kind that, of the turning point where he decides that he doesn't want to be like Mark Spector anymore. Hmm. Yeah, that's it. And and it's that it's that interaction that he had with uh, with Marlene when he's kind of boxing. And again, Marlene for some reason is in fishnet stockings and a black, yeah. and a black leotard. But um, they they have that conversation because he initially is quite happy to let. Uh, the cop killer, uh, Fulcanelli. I love these names that they come up with. The yeah. names are crazy. In I, this know. <laughs> was, I couldn't even pronounce them Mondnacht or whatever. And oh, I was like, Mondnacht, wow, yeah. like yeah. it's too much. Yeah. Yeah, that um, kind of cracked me up because, you know, I, I don't even know German, but I know enough to know that Nacht means night. Yeah. It doesn't take a genius to figure out that Mondnacht means moon night. It's yeah, like, yeah, could you yeah. come up with a better alias than that? Yeah, yeah exactly. Apparently uh, not, is the answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was pretty crafty, actually. You don't see that much, because I was taken by surprise, um, of Jake Lockley. You know, they they really dress up, you, you know, um, what do you call it? They just dress in disguise, like as a policeman and stuff. To, yeah. to get. So I thought that was a pretty nifty thing that Stephen Grant, the writer, has kind of instilled in the story. Uh, yep. as well and it's quite nifty i mean there are uh, some as you say rebecca twists and turns we get um again i'm trying to find this other guy's name uh, uh Darius. um we get 
him as potentially he's a cop killer first, but then we find out that no, Louis wasn't Lieutenant. It was actually Louis <laughs> Furful <laughs> Canelli. So yeah, I, I like the, you know, the little twist. I thought it was, it was quite solid with that regards, um, in that regards. Uh, yeah. Uh, Lena, uh, when, when was the first time that you kind of came across this issue? Um, well, it's probably only about a year and a half, two years ago, because I'm, I'm actually fairly relatively new to the Moon Knight fandom. And it's actually, um, I came about becoming a Moon Knight fan kind of backwards in a kind of a weird way because, uh, it was actually because of my, um, my desire to be a advocate for DID because, um, before that I, well, I had first started, um, writing things online about my DID after, um, movie split came out, which I think was Ah. 2016. Yes. And that, that movie, I I still to this day have not seen that movie, but I just, the trailer for that movie just made me so angry (laughs) that, that even nowadays people are still making horror movies about this, about, you know, my condition, you know, Mm mm-hmm. And um, so it just made me want to speak out about it and, and, and put my own experiences out there for people to, to learn more about DID and everything. And for a while, it, it kind of like, I was like all over the place on the internet trying to respond to people that were talking about DID on the internet. And, you know, I was creating accounts here and there and it just got to a point where I was becoming spread too thin and I was... Um, like kind of unfocused and it was, it was just got kind of overwhelming after a while. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of backed off for a little bit and then I decided um, I need more of a focus on um, my DID education and awareness mission. I I kind of need something to focus it on. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, you know, our, our system, we're big comic book fans. So maybe I can choose a comic book character to focus on. And Mm -hmm. um, this would be the perfect one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I thought about different characters and like Legion. I don't really like the way yeah. he's been portrayed a lot. I mean, Le- Legion is um, so yeah, it's just a strange one. Yeah, but uh, but then I you know I I thought about how the fa- the fact that Moon Knight by that time they'd already announced that he was going to have a Disney Plus series, and so I, I thought maybe that might be a good one to to jump on since that was, he's only going to get more popular with the with the TV series. Yeah. And so I actually started listening to your podcast and um, reading along with uh, starting at the very beginning of the podcast and, and listening to every episode and reading along with, with what issues you were covering in each episode. And so it's kind of an interesting way to, to start reading Moon Knight by kind of jumping around with with newer runs and older runs and, and, yeah, and, yeah. and <laughs> kind of jumping around in the timeline, but, but kind of getting a good overview that way of, of Moon Knight, you know, and who he is and who he's yeah. been over the years and um yeah I'm, I'm thinking about all the times we would have said something embarrassing oh yeah probably, <laughs> you probably you probably did lena i would have to apologize, apologize. And, <laughs> i blame i blame connor I roll <laughs> uh, having i guess this is a good time to ask as well lena because uh having you know followed you know the journey uh, that we kind of covered through ITK as well, bouncing around through timelines uh, and having a greater perspective of Moon Knight uh, over the last couple of last few decades. Uh, how do you say, well, actually expanding it but beyond Moon Knight as well, I know that you um, are a fan of the Hulk as well, Lena, is that correct? Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, not only the Hulk as well, but uh, in comics and in general uh, p- portrayals of uh, of DRD. Um, how do you uh, how, how do you how do you find it like? now i mean i can only assume it has gotten better but um but having you know you you mentioned about 2015 split uh, there are still some kind of blips in that as well yeah uh for the most part how, how do you see comics uh, going well um for the most part it's gotten somewhat better but there's still like um some comics that you know even in recent years that have made me cringe you know like um mm-hmm. like there was a legion miniseries Yep. A while back, that uh, a few years ago, that um, oh, Cy Spurrier, really, is that the um, what the, you mean on TV? Or... Oh, sorry, on TV. No, no, I was, I was talking about a mini series oh. in comics. Uh, yeah, right. Legion, the character Legion, uh, yep. David Howler. Yep. And um, that was just, I could tell that um, the writer of that series, I forget who it was, but they they had just done like a very cursory. Mm-hmm you know like very uh low level uh research on did and they thought they knew what they were talking about but uh they really didn't yeah yeah, yeah. i mean even if you look at um and throwing no shade because like rebecca i mean we, we've showcased uh on our reviews that we have kind of enjoyed the stories but i think even the um more modern ones like moonlight black white and blood lena i'm sure that you've been following as well i yeah. mean i was i found myself kind of tuned in into how DRD was portrayed in some of those short stories as well. What were your takes on that? I thought there was some inconsistencies or, or perhaps just surface level understanding. Yeah. Um, well, I, I will say name, that uh, yeah, some, of, some of them have been like really, really fun because, um, yeah especially some of the ones that involved uh, Jake a lot because uh, like this in this last one, um, the one by Erica Schultz, mm-hmm. uh, because to me, it's really fun to see Jake portrayed like he was back in the day, you know, mm-hmm. as a streetwise cabbie, you know, in- instead of the way he's come to be portrayed from the Bemis run of being like the ultra violent one, you know, and everything. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately it seems like the TV show is going more towards the latter. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. With at least with the hints they've given us so far, anyway. Yeah, but, um, yeah, yeah. That that stemmed back to I think Shadowland as well. I think uh, it was it might have been Andy Diggle or actually Greg Horitz um, that wrote the Moon Knight um, issues. There had Jake really kind of rough and ready. Um, yeah. So yeah, it, it, yeah. He he kind of took a turn somewhere along the lines there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay, okay. No, that, that's that's pretty cool as well. You mentioned also as well the the honourable mentions. I mean, of course, uh, the the two fourteens. I'm actually wondering what volume one, issue fourteen is now, so we can get the <laughs> the trifecta if that was, was actually the, uh, yeah. the first appearance of stained glass scarlet. Yes, which was actually yeah. another yes, one of my so favorites actually because uh, I really liked uh, that character. And... Yes, there's our there conspiracy is. theories issue there fourteen okay. is the well, one. I'm I'm gonna look through the Mike the Benson the Houston run. Oh, 14 is that fourteen is the um Rebecca is the yeah. Tommy Tommy Coker. Oh, uh, is it Houston one? I think. Oh, 13, 14. Wow. So Lana, you would have read that one. Um, God, what's it called? Uh, it's a one where he goes and sees that psychiatrist, and he's oh, he's... interesting. Yeah, that one uh, I do not like. 
You know, I know yeah, everybody raises the odds that it is. Yeah, it was well written. It was well written, but I just don't like it from the way it portrays. Yeah. Like he is like using his DID to mm. purposely scare this psychiatrist. You know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so true. it kind of yeah. uh, perpetuates that myth of, of DID being a really scary thing, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense as well. So that's a lot of lot of, lot of nuggets with these issue fourteens. But uh, yeah, you you mentioned uh, Lemire's and McKay's, of course, as well. Uh, just honourable mentions, of course. Um, you know, we do. I can only assume, uh, as you mentioned as well, why the McKay issue 14 is, is close and near and dear to your heart. Uh, the Lemire issue 14, that was the, the final issue of that run. Um, we might as well talk about that now as well. I mean, why was that in the running for you? Um, basically because it just shows the altars coming together and it shows um, – how powerful they can be when they team up and, and work together and cooperate. And, and basically that's what, um, you know, DID therapy is all about is trying to get the different alters to work together and cooperate and, and try to be closer together instead of working at odds with each other, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I mean, which is, so just, a, yeah. That final scene of we are moon Knight is just so powerful. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, it is even for you know people without DID, but um, but I guess that's 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 why it resonates is because there is a sort of thing about you know the whole working together thing is some of the stuff that we like about superhero comics. So why wouldn't we like it? Yeah. In that context as well, you know. Yeah, and and with the TV show as well, I think they they kind of kind of thereabouts did that. Um, by the time we got to the final episode, we, we had that kind of harmony with Stephen Grant and um, and Mark Spector, at least. I think that was their kind of attempt at a bit of a, a We Are Moon Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, the, the post credit scene then <laughs> kind of threw that out the window a little bit. But um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, we, we've had your thoughts about that as well, Lena, but I mean, the TV show... And apart from your thoughts on Jake Lockley as well, you generally enjoyed? Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed it a lot, actually, especially episode five was probably my favorite mm. uh, because yes. that's the one that really delved into his, the origins of his DID and everything. And I thought yeah. it was really respectful and really very accurate, I, I thought. Um, I mean, not mm -hmm. totally 100% accurate, obviously, but um, yeah, a lot yeah. more accurate than a lot of other depictions of DID. <laughs> Yeah, no, 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 for sure. Uh, yeah, we we talked about the. Um, I'm like just, just I'm just laughing because I say it wasn't maybe quite so good on the Jewish side, but it wasn't bad. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't bad. Well, and as you said, and Rebecca, that's the main thing. Like, but, no, no, but, I'm still I'm still laughing about his mum being called Wendy. Oh uh, yeah, that's yeah. I'm, like I've just it's like the least Jewish name I've ever heard in my life, but that is fine. And it's yeah. like, but I, there was a lot of stuff on Twitter that there are some very sort of very vocal. Oh, it was so disrespectful. I really, it wasn't. It was fine. It was fine. He's not an observant character, and it was mm. fine. You know, even if we'd only got the Star of David, I would have been okay. Oh, okay. So, um, I, I thought. Yeah. I thought it was because that it, it, it didn't. It would have done. It should. No, sorry. What I should be saying. I thought it was because. Um. Because I know that you you mentioned. Oh, it, it's it's good, but maybe it it could have just done maybe a little bit more. Is I think they right? could have done something a little bit different. I think like yeah, we're okay. very used to getting the sort of head covering and the mourning mm -hmm. like in, in any yeah. sort of situation where there's a Jewish character in almost any TV show or film, you get 
the guys wearing the uh, yamulka and mm-hmm. the and some sort of shiva, um, to the point where everyone knows what a Jewish morning morning looks like. <laughs> but it's fine because, in the context of the story, that was a perfect time for uh, Mark and Stephen to sort of have that revelations and stuff, um, and and to find out all this stuff about his mom and. Um, yeah, there was just something about the house that I, I guess it's weird for me to think. I, I guess the change that's weird for me is his dad was so clearly not a rabbi. True. Yeah, because he's. Yeah, such I a mean, big, like, like clearly, because the, the whole house would have had a different vibe mm. around the birthdays and things like that. Um, but no, I have no real issue with it. I mean, they changed so much that that's like the smallest concern. The fact they kept him Jewish is good enough for me, honestly. <laughs> with Lena, you know, like honestly, with the big changes and you yeah. know us getting used to the new Stephen and the new mm-hmm. Jake, and you know, I I do take on board what you say about about Jake Lena. I also have the same fears about about how Jake's going to turn out, but yeah. we got so little of him that I can only hope they're going to do something slightly more interesting than just yes. have him. Uh, because he also had the spectre. He was also, you know, I, I still want to know things like where the money comes from, where the um, limo comes from with the spectre. Oh, yeah. You know, Without I think there's just a lot of, un, un, like, that's not going to come from Jake just driving yeah. it. I said, where's the money? So I just, I'm it, really yeah. interested to see what comes of it if yeah. we Without get it, more. Without it just being blatant fan service, yeah. <laughs> just getting that spectacular yeah. uh, uh, thing as well. Uh, yeah, Lena. I mean, uh, are there any other points from issue twenty-seven that you wanted to raise that um, that really stood out for you that made this, uh, uh, you know, one of the more unique issues for you? Um, well, I had a whole bunch of notes actually, um, but um, with them. Um. I liked a lot of the other touches so not just I liked um, one of the lines I really liked was when he said I know what it's like to do evil in the name of good so oh, I yeah. thought there was yeah. a lot of really nice little touches just gen- I mean some of the colouring is like so crazy in these old comics like so oh, bright yeah. and everything yeah, um, yeah well, one of the things too I was going to want to talk about was that uh, page six um mm-hmm. where he's uh picking the lock to get into the office mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. he talks about how um strong it, uh, yeah <laughs> the empty station house seemed full of ghosts and talked about how how um oh when he said, he said a little later, ghosts. yeah yeah mm. maybe it was me but not moon knight where do i go when moon knight takes over or lock their specter maybe we're the ghosts and mm. it really does feel that way sometimes um especially with those of us like myself that are not um you know our internal appearance is a lot different than what our external appearance is you right. know right and yeah we we kind of feel it kind of makes us feel like a little bit unreal and like ghosts like we're we're just um it almost makes us feel like we're fake people inhabiting somebody else's life, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah, and that must be so hard. Just yeah, yeah. which yeah. I can draw in terms of that, and and um, yeah, I mean, it, it was very helpful to me once I finally got a therapist that um, actually 
knew what DID was and how to treat it and everything and was able to explain it to me that um, all of us are, are equally real and that um, mm. that uh, we're not I'm not a delusion like uh, some of my previous therapists were trying to tell me. <laughs> yeah. And what, um, what, because I had a lot of issues with that before before yeah. um, when we were misdiagnosed and I mean I, my therapists were literally telling me to my face that I was a delusion and <laughs> Wow, God, that must have been so hard so, to kind of yeah, so process. You know? um, yeah. And it's just, and also to like to have DID at a period of time where so much is being learned about it, or you know, where there are those sort of that as you were growing up, there were different views, and um, must also be really hard because like sometimes it, it's you kind of learning along with with who's supposed to be the professionals. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's right. You're leaning on them for, you know, for the guidance and the skills that they that they have. So, yeah, that must have been one of the most, again, drawing back to the TV show, one of the more uplifting things as well, Lena. I, I think you even mentioned it in, in your comments for one of the episodes, just, you know, that acknowledgement and validation um, that Stephen gets finally yeah. um, towards the end. That must have been such a, uh, I think, similar to this Ghosts, um, yeah, and I was so glad that they actually started with Stephen in the beginning of the of the series. Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, uh, you got to it. know him first, and so that mm. made him feel more real yes. to the audience. Yeah, and so, so it, clever. It, so it clever kind of helps that. hammer the point home that that all of the officers are real. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, any other particular panels there as well, uh, Lena, that you may have? Uh, Oh, one thing I thought was interesting about that scene where um, he was talking to Marlene and while he was doing his workout and punching yeah, the punching right. bag and yeah. and um, in that scene, he was kind of Stephen was kind of saying that he's the same as Moon Knight or same as Mark Spector, and mm -hmm. Marlene was the one arguing, "No, you're not the same. You, I don't want you to be the same." Yeah. And yes. that was interesting. I thought because usually when when they talk about that kind of thing in the comics. In that first run, anyway, uh, it was it was the other way around. It was usually Marlene that was arguing, "You're all the same," and 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 Stephen yeah. that was saying, "No, we're different." Ah, uh, uh -huh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is yeah. I, I like that as well, and I also like him yeah, being very honest about Mark as a mercenary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and uh, it's another thing you don't often see it in American comics is that mercenaries, you know, like some of the things he's done may not have been for the better. Yeah, Good. yeah, no. yeah, yeah, and, and it's actually yeah, interesting here that you raise that as well, Lena, because again, it shows a, a point of departure. Stephen Grant, the writer, has um, has instilled in portraying Marlene. You know, so she's yeah. actually uh, more than just you know the she's actually starting to starting to kind of flesh out. Um, so that's uh, that's good as well. Uh, this issue, you know, if I can just say, was really fun. Again, just from the, the dated aspects, a couple of things for me. Uh, we dwelled upon that key, key um, picking, the lock picking scene, and I just had to giggle when Moon Knight had a look at the filing cabinet and said, <laughs> that's like 10 years worth of information. And I'm thinking like these days, you've got a computer that can um, <laughs> store a lot more information. So like, There's filing cabinets, yeah. is that all? Like, you know? And and also old mate's hair, um, Jake Lockley's cop mate, uh, on page three. I just I want I want a haircut like that. 
so yeah a couple of it's fun loonies if you haven't um read it it i haven't read this in in a long time so this was so fun to get back into and and when you mentioned yeah and lena when you mentioned issue 27 um you know i I just quickly looked up the front cover i said all right okay i'm gonna read that one and i didn't realize that it wasn't a mensch Sinkevich, and so again, pleasantly surprised. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because Ray said yeah. it's a, it's from that run, like the mensch yeah. run, and I went looking for it, and I, f- I found it, and I'm like going, wait, this isn't written by. So I had to go and like double check <laughs> that, that I was on the right, the right issue. Yeah. Elena, yeah. <laughs> uh, just finally as well, I guess one of the things I wanted to put to you was. Um, what would you like others to, I mean, we know we've mentioned what made it special for you, but what, what would you like others to take away after reading this issue or more broadly speaking then after just reading, um, oh, that's pretty, I'm kind of, I'm kind of leading the witness there with an answer I was about to say. So <laughs> let's say, what, what would you like to take away? What would you like readers to take away after reading issue 27? Um, just the fact that it's, um, it was very ahead of, its, ahead of its time as far as its portrayal of DID, and it's it's a lot more accurate than a lot of the others of that time period, and it's worth a reread reread from that aspect. That um, just to know that it's um, a pretty accurate description of uh, you know some of the dynamics that go on as far as relationships between alters and and how they feel about each other, and mm-hmm. um, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean that's as as good a um, reason as any for any loonies to to pick this up as well. I'm thinking also um, post the fact, you know, obviously that we've done this episode, might uh, just throw something up in in the group and on the page, just like a discussion uh, on this issue. Um, so potentially uh, any listeners, uh, any people in the group that have listened to the episode can like drop their thoughts in on uh, you know, after having read or reread this again. Uh, so yeah, so listeners, uh, if you haven't, or you need to re-familiarize yourself with it, um, might drop a post in there and yeah, let's get some discussions going. Um, hopefully Lena, you can, um, you can pop in there as well. And then, um, you yes. know, maybe give more, um, a thought. Yeah. If anybody it. has any questions for me, uh, just yeah. feel free to ask. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, Lena, are, are there any other final thoughts, uh, for 27? Um, I think it's probably about it, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I guess one more thing would be that um, uh, I think uh, reading this issue again made me realize that um, portraying Mark Spector as the most violent one in the system really makes a lot more sense to me based on, um, you know, the fact that he was a mercenary and the fact that he was, you know, mm-hmm. doing all this stuff, he was ex-military and everything, that makes a lot more sense than, than Jake being the most violent one. And I think it seems like, to me anyway, it seems like McKay is actually trying to get back to that, where where Mark is actually the most violent one and, and yeah, Stephen really and Jake like are kind when, of uh, trying to keep him in check. Yeah. I think that makes a lot more sense as far as their history, you know. Yeah. 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 Actually, that's uh, a nice question to throw to to listeners potentially. I mean, what are your thoughts on Jake? 
as well. Um, yeah. Do you like how he has been classically portrayed uh, or are you more into uh, the more modern uh, violent Jake? Uh, because, yeah, certainly here in issue 27, Lena, as you said, Mark has been portrayed uh, more of the violent one. And even here on page two, uh, Stephen says, one edge Lockley has over me or Moon Knight when we need information, he's got the connections. And that's basically a summation of, of Jake. Like he's a man on the streets um, yeah. in, in the classic run. And uh, yeah, that that's his, you know, he's more blue collar, uh, that sort of thing, uh, in touch with the peeps. But yeah, uh, listeners, uh, check it out, as mentioned. Um, I, I can't even remember, Rebecca, had we done a discussion, a review on this issue before? Maybe. Uh, I haven't, but although... I think we've mentioned some of the panels a few times, specifically okay. Marlene calling him schizophrenic. Oh, yes. And maybe the punching sequence where she's saying about Mark, where he's okay. talking about the differences between Mark and Stephen. But I, I don't think I have, because I haven't okay. done as many of the older issues with you. Oh, okay. Um, but I think, you know, a couple of the, the scenes in it mm-hmm. strike me as uh, ones that, that have come up before. One of the panels with with Moon Knight's bottom, maybe that had popped yeah. up. <laughs> <Just sure. laughs> There's always a rife for discussion. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, Lena, a, a huge thank you for for jumping on yeah. uh, and Lennox know this is. Uh, and thank you so much for uh, almost kind of like you know being like the guinea pig. This is a kind of a new rebranding of the Over the Moon. So, uh, this has been the first one where we do get. Uh, a special guest on board just to talk about a favorite Moon Knight issue. Um, and it's it's interesting, you know, why it, it's special for, for some people. And, and um, yeah. I'm really glad that we kind of kicked it off with you as well because it's, uh, yeah, it's a great way. Never to... do mine. It's like that's a little upset people. <laughs> Is it the Bemis Dolphin issue? I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, Rebecca, I never yeah. knew that she would like that issue. Yeah, um, you know, I, I talk about every Beavis issue with you, so you know my thoughts on them all. So, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, but again, a huge thank you, Lena, uh, as well. Is there anywhere that you'd like to direct um, our fair listeners towards uh, if they want to get in contact with you or if they want to learn more of the stuff that you're advocating? Um, Just mainly... I... The most main places I've been most active lately are actually the into the night Facebook group and, and Discord server. <laughs> so we fully support everyone yeah, listening support. to yes. both those places. Yes. Um, actually, also as well on the the website, uh, Lena had put up a a page there dedicated to your articles. Uh, and um, oh, forgive me, Lena, I forgot the um, that foundation that you. Um, led me towards. Oh, you posted that though, didn't you? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's, um, it's a link on there. Something and bruises. Uh, yeah. Beauty after bruises. Yeah. Beauty after bruises. Yes. There, there's a. Yeah, they're a very that... good organization that um, helps people with dissociative disorders and mm-hmm. and trauma related disorders. Yep. No worries. Not just DID, but also like PTSD and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll have a refresher, a bit of a refresher link in the show notes. So for you listeners, if you want to, um, be led towards that, uh, material and, and, oh, and also us... one, yes. one more thing I'd like to give a plug for is, um, really excellent, uh, podcast that I listen to about DID, which is called, uh, system speak. It's, okay. um, 
It's by a, a woman who actually has DID herself, and she also actually is a therapist herself. Okay. Oh, okay. nice. And so she wow. she has an insight on both sides of the equation, you know, as far as that, and and she's very excellent. She she's gotten a lot of guests um, that are really sure, big time, like some of the top people that are in the field of uh, studying DID and that sort of thing. Yes. What, what sorry? What was the name of the podcast again? System Speak. My oh, System Speak. Okay. Yep. Oh, cool. I'm just. Um, putting that in the show notes because why not do that during the show? <laughs> uh, <laughs> there, we, there we go. Thank you. No, just before I forget. No, great stuff. And we'll have that in the show notes as well, listeners, uh, for Shizul. Uh, Rebecca, it's been a wonderful 299 yeah. episodes. Crazy, uh, 300. We have the big 300 next. Uh, Yes, uh, just keep your, your ears and eyes peeled as to when that drops. It will be next week soon-ish because, Rebecca, after that, for 301, I think we've got a Moon Knight issue to cover or a Black, Almost White, certainly. and Blood. I mean, there's got to be one yeah. coming soon, right? Yeah, we've got, we've got um, two and two, uh, like, in consecutive weeks. But, um, of course we do. Yeah, <laughs> keep, your, keep your ears and eyes uh, peeled for episode 300. Um, we'll pull something together. Uh, <laughs> you, you can be sure of that. Uh, so yes, um, nothing absolutely in concrete yet. Uh, as always, a big thank you to our patronies. Uh, please check out patreon.com slash ITK A huge thank you to Odin, Daniel, Drew, Frank, Justin, Derek, Wayne, Josh, Anthony, Michael, Russell, Mario, Matthew and Jonathan, thank you so much, everyone, for all your support. Uh, big sponsors, Odin Odin Sword on Drinking Marvel Podcast. Check out his awesome podcast with his brother, Frank, the Think Tank, uh, Moon Knight Visions with a Z, uh, Fringe Night by Daniel Doing, an original indie comic based on Erie, Pennsylvania's very own mysterious superhero. Uh, support his stuff at patreon.com slash fringe night 27. I believe issue six is just out and, and going into print. Tombs, Drew, who we had on the Isle of Ra just recently. Check out his music on soundcloud.com slash tombs with a Z or lurk music with a ck.bandcamp.com. CLZ Comics, collectors.com. Uh, Lena, have you, got a, have you got a large comic book collection? Um, yeah, we've got quite a few. we got, uh, I think, uh, let's see, four, five, six... Six long boxes and one short box. So. Nice. Well, can I say you need to organize that well, and what better way than to go to collectors.com <laughs> and check out the, the <laughs> database uh, so software there. Oh, uh, fantastic. My Comics. Use the code MOON and get 20% off there. So, Lena, any back issues you may need? <laughs> Oh, yeah, quite a few actually. I have <laughs> a list of back issues I need. So well, you can yeah. use Moon. You can use Moon as a promo code. And okay, get I'll do that. I, I hope I, I should be able to remember that as well. <laughs> Let's check it out. Um, finally, we're part of the collective. Some fantastic, freaking shows there. Um, I'm going to shout out Rebecca's because, uh, of course, uh, Rebecca, uh, you are on a DCAU DC Animated Universe podcast. How's it going with Alan? Good. Uh, good, we're, ha we're having a little break because he's on holiday. Yep. And Lovely. then we're going to try and record lots before I go on holiday. So, Excellent. Ooh, busy time then. Yeah. Oh, gosh. 
and uh, and Sons of the Dragon and Immortal Iron Fist podcast. Uh, I know you guys are recording oh, also, soon. Um, yep. Oh, oh sorry, Lana. Sorry, Lana. Yeah. I'd like while you're mentioning uh, podcasts from the collective, I'd like to also mention Gamma Charge because Gamma I've actually Charge. written some uh, emails into them that they've read uh, on their podcast. Nice. Yes, I have. So if you want to hear more of my my thoughts on the Hulk, uh, yes, you can go to that podcast and listen to some of the episodes that I've been on. Lana, you should email the been on. You should submit a rant, a rant pants. Oh, actually, I've done one. Yeah, I've actually, I've done a rant pants. Yeah, <laughs> they're always fun. Uh, the strongest podcast there is. <laughs> uh, and uh, finally, you can contact us on email feedback at itkmoonlight.com. We've got a website and we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Discord, Get Vocal, Podchaser, as well. And incidentally, if you want to leave a, a review, please do. I try to post up the reviews. Um, just, you know, big thank you for everyone. Uh, yeah, Nerf, Nerf, oh my gosh, I, I'm not going to do them justice. Nerda88 or something, sorry, I apologize. On Instagram, um, they put up a great uh, review. Thank you so much. Uh, it always warms the cockles of my heart. I'll um, I'll get your name proper and I'll, I'm going to put you in shining lights in the credits because I can't think of your name now. But thank you so much, Nerd. 88. Anyway, that's it from us. A huge thank you, Lena, once again. Please come back yeah, whenever yeah. we we can. How did you find it? Was it was it a shambles? Or <laughs> how was um, the first experience? <laughs> I think I went pretty well. Yeah, Very good. No, it was great. It was great. That's awesome. Awesome as well. Um, Rebecca, as always, fantastic to see you again. Yes, good to see you. Haven't spoken for a little while, so. No, but don't worry, you'll get sick of me soon enough. There's some episodes coming. Everyone's gonna get so I'm gonna get like so I'm gonna get so hammered for like uh, podcasts because like everyone knows I'm going away for like this three weeks and um, <laughs> Rebecca, and, Rebecca. I, and then from Mondays they're always going away. So I've got the house to myself. So everyone's kind of like, oh, why well, you've got nothing else to do. It's like, it's not, yeah. it's not quite like that, but it's a little bit like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, no, but always good always good to catch up. Yeah. Good to see you. Uh, and as always, everybody, may Conchu watch over the denizens of the night. Catch you later. Take care. Moonlight and affiliated characters, stories and events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated. Materials used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners. Hi, this is Phil, and I'm here to make sure you know all about the Capes and Lunatics Patreon. Don't miss out on all new episodes of Wade's World, Boob Windows and Long Boxes, our hard R movie reviews, and so much more, all completely uncensored. Access starts for as little as $1 a month, full videos when you pledge $3 a month. Check us out at the link in all of our show notes, or just go straight to patreon.com slash capesandlunatics. Hope to see you there.